Welcome to the Empowered Podcast with Deanna Merlino, an all-encompassing personal development show where I will be sharing with you just how to transform yourself into the best version of you, both inside and out. From wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and manifestation, I'll be showing you exactly how to live your best life. I will be keeping it as real and raw as it gets. So get ready to peel back the layers and really transform yourself under the surface because nothing is better than finding your purpose and living this life as your true, authentic self. Hello, hello, Empowered Fam. Brittany back with us today. As usual, Britt, I feel like you don't need an introduction, but you never know if people haven't heard from you yet. So thank you for being back. We're going to talk all about our last retreat, and I'm going to give you a minute to just take the floor and tell everyone who you are. Hello, everyone. If you don't know me, if you haven't listened to a couple of our other episodes, my name's Brittany. Deanna's my partner in crime, as her dad has told me at this last retreat. He's like, thanks for being Deanna's partner in crime, which I love. Um, I am co-owner, creator of Empowered Collective. Um, We do our retreats and our membership program. Uh, Deanna's been my best friend since high school, since we were 14 years old, and we've been through the throes together and the thick of it, and we had our spiritual awakenings at the same time, and so she's been like my number one gal, like trying to get through life during these crazy times, um, which is why we started all this in the first place. Um, I am, I mean, just a little, just like a little, little background. I don't want to go too much because I want to get into like the juicy stuff of this last retreat. I live in Rhode Island. I'm in Newport, Rhode Island area, originally from California. Um, I am going through IVF currently as of last night, I started my first injection. So this is like a whole new journey for me. Mm -hmm. I have been going through Mm -hmm. fertility stuff for the last three years. So you can imagine all of the like growth and knowledge, all the ups and downs that comes with, if you don't know, hopefully you don't have to know, Mm -hmm. but if you do always reach out to me, like I am here for support and all of that. Um, I'm a posture alignment specialist. I'm a Reiki master. Thanks to Dee and I took her Reiki program. (laughs) And um, yeah, still continuing to learn and grow and coming into my spiritual gifts and my healing powers. Of course, healing myself through all my health issues with fertility, possibly autoimmune, who the heck knows. Um, But yeah, I am, you know, if you ever need to reach out to me, if you're going through similar things, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. I love when I hear you talk about yourself because I mean, I get to like talk to you every day, all day, (laughs) Um, but getting to have you in the spotlight always just lights Mm -hmm. me up. And especially Mm -hmm. as, cause it always comes up at the retreats, like just getting a little more and more confident and just standing in your power, which came up at the retreat. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, let's, my goal is to not take a hundred years for this episode. <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we could literally talk all day. So we like struggle with just getting it to the point. But this was a, like Britt said, we want to get to the juicy details. Um, Every retreat is so different. Every retreat is so powerful and so profound. And there's always so many different 
um, just insights that we get. And a lot has come from this one. This one was different than any of the other experiences that we've had, I would say. Um, So to just dive in, let's talk about Friday um, and really kind of what that looked like for us. Uh, I'll let you, I'll let you take over on, on diving into Friday. Okay. So we didn't know anyone that mm-hmm. was coming into this retreat, which was a first for us. We mm-hmm. usually know like a handful of people, um, like close friends or, uh, you know, friends of friends that have come in. And so we didn't know anyone. And it all came from like a third party website that we're posted on. And so we didn't know what anyone was going through, Um, you know, anyone's ages, like any demographic whatsoever, Uh, just kind of like, we know what we are all about and what we stand for and kind of like the type of people that we want to help, which is posted on this third party website. So we kind of have an idea of people that need clarity, that need peace, that need healing. that have gone or are going through like traumatic things, PTSD. Um, So it's kind of like in that realm. Mm -hmm. So as the women were coming in, all of them like wanted to open up. They're like, we're here, we're ready. Like, please help us. Already telling us their stories, like came in just like so vulnerable, Mm -hmm. so raw. And so the first thing that we started with and always start with is like an opening circle to get to know each other, to set the space um, and really show everyone that it's a safe space. Like you're here to open up, you're here to peel back those layers, like to connect with the community, uh, relate with your neighbor um, and just like really be there for one another. Um, And our, our good friend, Dominic, he was here for this one. And I mean, it's not, I'm not kidding. Like, this is like my favorite yeah. part of the retreat. And he is such a special human and like his, his powers of being able to create that circle and that community and that connection with one another in that circle. It is just such a special moment. And people just like spoke their truth. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it's just like really beautiful moments hearing people's stories and why they're there and just like fun little tidbits on like everyone I opened up and like, I've been to like a handful of game shows. I'm a game show person. I've been to the Ellen show. <laughs> I've been to prices, right? Like that's like my funny little fact of myself. Um, and so, and so we did the opening circle as well as intention setting. So we really wanted to know what everyone's intentions of being there were. And so we can kind of guide them yeah. through the journey as well. Um, it's, it's good for us as, you know, the facilitators and healers, like what everyone needs to work on and why they're there. It's so crazy too, that, that just having that circle and that safe space Like you think, okay, I don't know any of these people. I'm just going to like say my name and then like not say anything. There's something magic about the opening circle that Dom creates where like literally all of a sudden everyone was crying. Everyone was like sharing something. Like I have one person in mind right now and she was like sharing about not knowing her father and she 
just spewed it and lost it. And she was like, I had zero intention about talking about this. I didn't know that it bothered me to that depth. Like when you step into that circle, whatever needs to come to the surface is going to come to the surface, whether you think you're ready or not. It's such a cool experience to be a part of. Mm, Yeah, I I completely agree with you. And then going into um, a cacao ceremony. Also, that is one of my favorites. So we're like going back to back of just like community in the circle and mm-hmm. all in the fields. My, the cacao ceremonies for me, just, I always have some sort of blockage in my heart chakra. Mm-hmm. So sitting and drinking that and being in it, it's like, ugh, like I can just like let loose and set free and open up like my creative space and my womb and my heart center. And so then I can connect with the women even more so when I'm in that space and not feel like I have this like protective layer on me personally too. I want to add too, because I don't want to take away from you. We did do that together which was a new experience for us. Like Britt actually did the preparation of the cacao, which is such an important part of the process, the intention setting, Reiki infusing it, like really getting it set up and ready to go. And then um, while I was guiding us through the guided meditation, Britt was actually using our shaker that we have, which was picked by handpicked by some shamans and it's actual cacao seeds that have been dried. So it's a really cool part of the process that we were able to lead together this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I forgot about that part. Yeah. There was just so much of the weekend and that I was know. just the start <laughs> of it. And I'm like, yeah, that was really special to get mm-hmm. to do together. And we'll talk about like the group break that we did together as well. But yeah. coming like us coming together and we talk about this all the time, like we have different like healing powers, capabilities, like our personalities are like similar, but very different as well. So like coming together and this like force of nature (laughs) and like, you know, I feel like our superpowers are coming together and it just, it makes us like that much more of a powerful, powerful experience for us. But I feel like the, the group's as well. Like they're like, holy cow, what just happened? (laughs) They're getting hit with both like that feminine, the masculine, the, the different gifts, like you said. And it's just like one of those like Dragon Ball Z bombs (laughs) just going up, (laughs) like just like an energy explosion, getting hit from all of Mm -hmm. the angles and not in a bad way, like in the best way, like the most deep in depth healing that you can experience. Cause we just intertwine all of it together for everyone. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So then, um, going into that, Deanna then took us mm. into um, chakra balancing as well as some manifestation. I was um, cooking, so I wasn't really there for that. So, do if you want to um, talk about that some. Yeah. And I guess this was the beginning of us realizing that this retreat was going to be unlike any that we'd had before. Like Britt said, we didn't know people's backgrounds and stories. And so it's not like we were kind of prepared for what we were walking into. And so I did the chakra balancing meditation, which quick backstory, chakras are our energy centers in our body. And so if the energy is off in our body or blocked in our body, it's going to affect our physical body and our physical reality and how we carry ourselves and experience the world. So it's so important to have that balance. And so I did that so I could open up the energy centers before walking everyone through a guided manifesting meditation. Um, and a practice that I do is 
so you can experience and um, drop into feeling what it is that you want to manifest and seeing it with through your senses, because the way that you manifest things is through um, your feeling. It's a thought and a feeling and tying that together. But so when we did that, I would normally say that this isn't a super um, deep healing per se, like it's a deep experience, but I wouldn't say it's a deep healing. And one of the guests literally would not come out of a meditative state like at all, which can happen. Like you fall asleep, it's normal. And I'm I'm used to like the, how you go about waking them up so that they're not startled and so that they reintegrate fully back. And she was literally not coming back. And when she did come back, she had no clue what happened, no clue where she was at. And it became very apparent um, that she was dealing with some super deep and heavy trauma. And so that made us aware that we had to cater the weekend moving forward, being very mindful about this. Because again, when you're in a group setting, you have to find a balance between giving everyone an experience, but also catering to people's personal needs. Like you never know what someone's been through. Um, everyone's versions of trauma are so different. So we started with that and that was a, a good inkling for us as to how in-depth of healing was going to be necessary for the weekend, which is a blessing. Um, just it was a super big wake-up call as for how how deep we're helping people, how how big of space we really need to hold for people as they journey through through their healing. Um, and then we had a break and then we went into dinner, which all of our dinners are fully curated by Brittany. All always so incredible. Like truly I cannot, I say it every time I'm like, Oh my God, how am I going to just eat plant-based all weekend? And then every meal is like the best meal I've ever had. (laughs) So we love having Brit do all of our meals. She always is very mindful about the, um, how she puts them together, making sure that they're balanced picking like the days that she makes certain meals, the temperature of the day. So she can choose the temperature of the meal. Like it is very mindfully curated. Um, so we are always so grateful for Brent for doing that for us. Food is not my forte. So thankfully she had Dom to help her throughout the weekend as well, because I don't even make a good sous chef. So <laughs> I, <laughs> we leave that to Brit. Um, <laughs> And then we wrapped up the day with our fire ceremony and fire ceremonies has been something that we've been incorporating very heavily into each of the retreats because they're so powerful and so transformational. All of the elements can be used as far as alchemizing and transforming things that we've been through. But fire is so powerful at completely just releasing things from our system. And so we had the guest essentially pick either a version of themselves or an experience that they went through or um, an aspect or an emotion of themselves that they don't love, that they are no longer wanting to lead their lives with and leaving that in the past. And so we have them write about it honor it. And then you have the option to, or you, you go ahead and burn it. And we did have the option to share. And while everyone that weekend had some crazy stories, some crazy um, experiences, one, and I won't name any names, one of our guests talked about how her high school boyfriend had passed away. He had committed suicide and it was back in like a time period where mental health wasn't as open and talked about as it is now. And he kept writing letters to her saying like, I, I want to end my life. 
And she didn't want to get him in trouble. So she didn't say anything. And he ended up actually taking her life. And to cope with that, she ended up doing drugs. And then from that experience, ended up getting into a relationship with her ex-partner's brother, which makes total sense to me in my mind. Like from the outside, you might say that's so messed up, but it's also a coping mechanism to stay connected to that person that she lost and that um, that familiarity. So it makes total sense to me. And then and they that were trauma bonding too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it just makes a ton of sense. Um, then they were using drugs together and then the brother overdosed too. And so mm-hmm. she felt responsible for both losses and then and spent the rest of her life. And she's a grown adult with kids now spent the rest of her life feeling unworthy of being alive. And like, it gives me full cold chills. And we were able to see these people's hearts mm-hmm. and their souls and they're such good people. So for her to, she burnt the actual last letter that she was holding on to. Like she came into this retreat. I'm so proud of her. She came into this Mm -hmm. retreat ready for change, which Mm -hmm. is the most powerful thing you can do. Just choosing to make a change, choosing to end a cycle for, and she did it for her children and herself, obviously, but she burned that letter so she could let it go, told us all what happened. And the transformation, hers was my favorite transformation. Mm -hmm. The transformation that we saw in her from that moment forward, from that weekend, even we've stayed connected and seeing her transformation even now, like these are my favorite things in the world to do with people is to help them facilitate change. And I mean, it is drastically changing lives. She healed her ancestry. She healed her family lines. Like she is no longer going to carry this over to her children for her children to bear the burden of. Mm -hmm. And she's already taken home practices that she learned and has been incorporating them with her family and her children. So like, Mm -hmm. I love it so much. So Friday was so powerful. I don't know if there's anything you want to add, Britt, but that was Friday to me in a nutshell. I think everyone, everyone coming in, they didn't know what to expect. None of them have done absolutely anything like this before. I think one lady went to a retreat, but it was a Christian retreat. Mm-hmm. And so they, they've they never tried anything. And I don't even want to call it woo-woo anymore because it's just like real. Like this, yeah. is, it's all real. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, we're not doing witchcraft. It's like, yeah. you just tap into source and it does its own thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they didn't know what to expect. Everyone was exhausted at the end of Friday, they're like, what the heck just happened? Um, I didn't come in expecting to like bear my soul to all these people that I don't know. And I didn't know if I was going to be even as open as I am to trying some of these things out. And like Friday was very gentle, which of course, Deanna said, like we intuitively curate every single day, everything that we do. Um, And so we wanted Friday to be gentle because we know how hard this work can be. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I was just so proud of all of those women who, who were that did it, you know, every one of their stories will literally, Mm -hmm. they all, they always do all the retreats sit with me. Like there are experiences that I take, like the guest experiences that I take to heart. Um, but these were just, Oh, we cannot forget about the card poll. Remind me because I I was going to start talking about it, but I won't. 
there, this, this retreat was just like so divinely timed. Every guest that came was truly meant to be there. Speaking of before we go on to Saturday, like Britt said, every guest we didn't know, but there was guests from Canada. So the retreats officially international. There were guests from, oh gosh, where it was, was New Jersey, Missouri, Missouri. Um, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Okay. I always want to say Minnesota for Missouri. Yeah. Um, so our guests came from far away and they found our retreat online through this third party set by searching re- events in my area, retreats <laughs> in my area. And that was not their area. Like they were <laughs> meant to be there. We had a one day guest who came for the day pass who doesn't use Facebook, logged onto Facebook and it showed up on his profile and he'd never mm-hmm. done anything like this before. Like you just, you just can't make it up. People yeah. are just like guided here at the right time. Mm-hmm. And it's allowed for us now that we're doing it this way to not feel pressured in like overly promoting. We don't have to, not that we really ever did, but like, we don't feel the pressure to try and convince people to come because mm-hmm. we now know this is our purpose and fully mm-hmm. understand that the people that are going to, that are ready and supposed to be there, will find it. Like mm-hmm. they'll, they'll just be there. We just know, we just trust. We've just surrendered to their being. And there. that's the people that we want and need too. Exactly. Like, sometimes we don't need or want 20 people there. Like it is all divinely, you know, timed and curated. And it's Mm -hmm. just like, if we have five people there, we have five people there and they are meant to be there. We're meant to guide them at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Deanne and I have really kind of surrendered to that because it is a business too. We have to think about it, you know, uh, financially and all that, because it's like, we do have somewhat of an overhead, Mm -hmm. But it's just like, it's all will work out how it's supposed to work out. Mm -hmm. And it's been showing us just like hand over foot that are surrendering and fully just accept it, like not putting our human ego into like, push, we have to work, we have to do, 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 just Mm -hmm. surrendering is going to be the key to Mm -hmm. this and scaling, like what Mm -hmm. we already have and scaling for the future. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, okay. Do you want to take over Saturday? Yeah. So Saturday, um, Dom took us through our, took other people through an optional hit workout while I made breakfast and almost every single person mm-hmm. did it as well. Like they got up early. It was at 8am. You didn't even have breakfast yet. You know, some people didn't even have their coffee yet. They got their butts up. And they went up to the pavilion and they pushed themselves. Mm-hmm. And that was like really cool to hear. And if people wanted to sleep in, you can totally sleep in if you needed that extra time. That was me. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'll be up there when I'm up there. <laughs> yeah. I, I hit snooze and was like, I'll catch everyone at breakfast. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we'll kind of talk about this throughout, yeah. you know, when we start explaining more what we got out of it too. It's like, you know, boundaries was a big thing that came up for D and I energetically, because we do want to help everyone. (laughs) And we're learning that we can't, and it's not that we can't help everyone, but we're, we need to keep our energy for ourselves and just be more guides to the lights because everyone is there to heal themselves. Mm -hmm. So we are the guides to the different types of things that people can try to see if at that moment in time, 
that's what's going to help them through that journey mm-hmm. of healing. But, but we can't do it for them. We can't do it for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was a big one. Um, so we had breakfast and then D took everyone through some cord cutting, which was new for every single person there. And I would say that's been a really big, big thing for me. Uh, never trying cord cutting before until D has taken us through, um, at the, I think our first retreat. Um, and so taking us through that visual visualization, and I didn't get to do it this time because I was, um, making lunch, but to visualize actually like cutting and severing and like using scissors to cut mm-hmm. those energetic cords of those people that we need to be completely disconnected from at that moment. It's super powerful. And it's like, and it's lasted for me too. And I'm like the people that I have visualized in the past, I'm like, no, 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 no more. I'm not connected to you. It no longer serves me. It's like, that's done. Like that's completely like, I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, Every single person needs that. Every single person needs cord cutting. And consistently because Mm -hmm. you're continually making new energetic connections with people all the time. And one thing I love about um, this experience as well is I really utilize angelic energy with this. Like I call on an angel to assist everyone in cutting this. And so it really makes sure that that connection is done. It's dissolved. Like we cut it and the angel dissolves it. And then it is sent into the light. Like she is gone. And this experience was really cool for me. I forgot you weren't there, Britt. So I don't even know if you knew this. So this was a really cool experience for me because I would not consider myself to be um, clairvoyant or in other words, psychic. Like that's, I don't consider that to be one of my gifts. Do I have intuitive abilities? Heck yes. But like, I wouldn't label myself like a medium or a clairvoyant or whatever. But so one of the parts of the cord cutting is you envision the people on the stage in a bubble. And I say that the bubble is a specific color. And if people remember when they're done with the practice to mention the color to me and I will explain what this could mean. And so one of the guests was like, well, what color was mine? Almost like joking. And I was like, well, I don't know, maybe yellow because it was the first thing that came to my mind. And like bubbles aren't normally yellow. You know, like it's not like I said a regular color bubble and like that would be normal. And she was like, wait, holy crap, my bubble was yellow. So then every one of the guests was like, well, what color was mine? And I was like, wait, guys, like this isn't my superpower. And I was like... (laughs) I'm like, for shits and giggles, let me just try it. And I literally got all of them. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I was really proud of myself. And it's just like a reminder, just because it isn't my superpower, doesn't mean I don't have those gifts. Like all of us have psychic gifts, the clairs, the different types of clairs, but they're just like our regular human senses. Like your smell might be more powerful than your sight or vice versa, or your hearing, whatever we all have them, the more that we tune into them and nurturing and cater to them, the more powerful they get. So that was a really cool reminder for me that like, nope, you have it there. You just haven't been like nurturing it. I feel like I, I sat in at the end and I Mm. heard that. So I'm like, I got a little bit of an update and then directly into cord cutting, we went into breath work. Now (laughs) I, I 
I did not facilitate this time, um, which I am trained in breath work facilitating, which I've done a couple other times, but we have a good friend, Mackenzie, who also is mentoring to become a shaman. Mm -hmm. And so she had her mentor um, come in, Daniela, Daniela, right? Danielle. Yeah, Danielle. (laughs) Um, So she came in, she was actually being called to come and tag along. And so when I first met her, when she was coming up while Deanna was doing her cord cutting, she's like, this is native land, isn't it? And I'm like, oh yeah, like Deanna said, like, this is native land. And she was like, oh yeah, I see them lined up. They're all lined up um, in the woods behind the pavilion. And I'm like, this is going to be rad. Like, I am so stoked to see what's going to come up with her being here. And so as she, like, they set up, they have like this whole grid that they have to do and um, energy clearing and protection before they get into their facilitation. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Mackenzie put us through breath work, which I think it's somatic breath work that she does, correct? Yeah. Um, and so I actually got to partake in this. Um, and I'm like, I, I gotta, I'm like, I don't even care how exhausted I am, which is why I didn't really partake in a lot of the things because it just like a lot gets brought up, you know, I don't know what traumatic stuff is going to be brought up and then I'm exhausted after. Um, so I'm like, I got it. I got to do this. If our shaman gals here, um, and no one had ever done breath work before. I think, I mean, of course Dom has, um, but it's, it was a first for everyone. Brit, um, do you imagine your first time experiencing breath work being shamanic breath work? No, no. The first time I did breath work was like over a zoom call. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Like <laughs> why are, Oh yeah, me too. I, actually. Yeah. Well, for both of us, I'm like, I have the lobster claws. I can't move my body. I don't know what's happening. Like you can get freaked out, you know? And so thankfully we kind of prepped everyone. Like we talked Mm -hmm. about breath work prior to Mackenzie starting. We kind of prepped everyone like X, Y, and Z could happen. You could start screaming, just let her rip, just Mm -hmm. like surrender. Um, and so, um, Callie, uh, which was, is, uh, Mackenzie's partner, as well as Danielle, were going around for women, for the women that needed extra support um, and help through the process. Um, if stuff like emotions were coming up and they needed help kind of surrendering, surrendering to them and letting it pass and letting it go, they were going around, whether they were touching you or massaging you or doing a clearing on you. Um, but we also had some crazy energies like roll through, like just really heavy. And I don't want to go into like full detail of it. If you guys want to know, we will definitely tell you, mm-hmm. but we don't know what people are bringing in. Like we said, we don't know what people have been through. And I will just say there were some like darker, heavier energies that some people had attached to them. And so thankfully we did have those three ladies there to help take on and like mm-hmm. transmute some of the, like the heavier energies that rolled through. Yeah. Because uh, just for anyone who doesn't really know a shaman as like 
uh, they would be like the tribal medicine healers, but they work directly through both our 3D world and the spiritual realm. So they are able to see and sense and hear and feel and they are seeing the same way they're seeing this world, they are seeing the spiritual realm. So they are literally trained in removing these things where yes, Britt and I have these practices and uh, well, we'll get to that later. We can Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, this is some deep healing. This is some, this is some deep work and, and they did work. (laughs) They did. They did a lot of work and, and that's why they were guided there Mm -hmm. to that day. Like Danielle said, she didn't sleep the entire night. Um, because they're like, we've been waiting for you. Like the, the, the tribal, like the, you know, the tribe that were on the land, they had been waiting for her to help cleanse and heal that land. They're like, we don't know what's happened. Like, we don't know if there's wars, like, yeah, like murder, all all that. I'm sure there was, you know? Yeah. I mean, that Um, land's clearly been around forever. Like just mm -hmm. use your imagination on what's happened there prior to my, my parents building their 30 plus years ago. Yeah, for sure. Um, so they were a really, really big help. Um, with that. And I'm so grateful for them. And they have, they, they are clearing the land even after the retreat for us um, as well, because we do clearing on the land. We do protection on the land as well as all the people coming in. But like D said, it's like a whole nother level when people have been through like insane traumatic experiences. Like those are some really deep layers. So to have that extra support, I'm really thankful for that. Mm -hmm. And like, so, well, and we've talked about it before. Roseanne has, Roseanne, who we've both worked with, has talked about the land and the importance of the land and what's Mm -hmm. going on energetically at the land and that it's an energetic grid. And so it is a lighthouse for all energies. And so we are Mm -hmm. all doing our part in transmuting that. Um, Before we move on from this, I want to add to the message that I got from Roseanne or not from Roseanne, I'm sorry, from Danielle, when she came in, which was like, I had to step away for a second and compose myself. Cause the second she got mm-hmm. here, she was like, your dad's here, your dad, you know, mm-hmm. like he, my dad was chilling with the, the natives <laughs> and, um, my dad just said how proud of me he was. And, like the work that we're doing is not going unnoticed and that this was like divinely orchestrated for his soul to build this property and that I would carry on my work and he helping to heal the collective and that everyone is divinely guided here. And just, it was really amazing to have that, especially Danielle is, was the foundation in my spiritual journey, my spiritual awakening. She was my very first person that I worked with. She's the one who I had no idea she was a shaman. I was doing these practices and I had no idea what I was doing. Um, so to, for her, she was crying. She was like, mm-hmm. like you did it, like you did the thing that you were supposed to do. And a lot of people don't do that. Um, just her, hearing her say how proud she was of me that I totally radically changed my life to follow this wild calling that was placed here. Cause believe me, it would have been pretty easy to just ignore it and go do, <laughs> go do something else. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a wild experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had- Cause not that long ago, I, I don't know if you've talked about this on the podcast, but you were offered a police job 
Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I think we had already started the retreats. It was last year. Right. And you're like, was it two years ago? Um, we had not started the retreats. Oh, we didn't it, was, retreats. it was when we had started talking about it. So it was very Got much the, like, am I going to pursue this yeah. wild, crazy, random dream that just popped yeah. up? Or I'm going to do the thing that I thought I always wanted to do and mm-hmm. is a very secure future versus mm-hmm. the unknown. But Britt and I took the unknown path and I'm so <laughs> glad that I did. Sorry, what were you going to say, Dee? before. Um, Oh, no, I was just going to say, I don't know if you want to share anything that came up for you specifically. I think that I will work my way up to having courage about what came up for me specifically. Um, It's just time that I fully stand in my power. And I know that that's really important for me to do. Mm -hmm. You know what? I don't remember too much about that breath work because Mm -hmm. there was so much happening afterwards. I think I just kind of remember, um, I always astro travel. That's a really, like when I even like the slightest meditation, my body's like, let's drop in and let's go (laughs) fly away. Um, and so a lot of the time, like, I don't even remember a lot of what happens when I do these type of things, or I see like a lot of colors. I'm not too much of a visual person like I don't really see like these vivid imagery things like in my meditations I more like feel smell um but I like I'll see colors and stars and oh I do remember my grandpa came in that's the one thing I'll talk about that Mm -hmm. Uh, my grandpa did come in I smelled him because he smelled like barred soap um which is like so random and funny and he he's like you know your dad will be passing. So backstory, my dad does have cancer. Um, he's on hospice and we don't know how long he has, but my grandpa did come in kind of like a prep and he's like, your dad is going to pass. He won't be like miraculously healed. There'll be no miracles. Um, like it's his time and I'm here and I'm waiting for him. Um, so that, um, like that, it's hard not to get emotional with that. And so I did cry a little when he told me that. Um, and afterwards, like when I shared with the group. So that was definitely the biggest thing that came through for me. I did do a lot of screaming. <laughs> there was like a lot of screaming, a lot of noise. There's some humming. I laughed a little bit. Like I am a very verbal person um, when I do my breathwork sessions. And I'm like, I feel like a lot gets stored in my throat chakra and, and it has for since day one of my existence. Another backstory, I actually had a cyst grow on my Adam's apple when I was in middle school slash high school. And I got that removed and it was like, no joke, like this big. And so I'm like, dang, like I had blockages even back then. That's so wild. Um, and I actually broke, I since then have broken up all the scar tissue there because I've just like, I've, let my voice shine, which we'll go into that a little bit. <laughs> You've probably been carrying throat stuff for multiple lifetimes because normally mm-hmm. when we get either like a scar or there's like um like a birthmark or whatever, something that comes up for you or like something like that, 
it's from a past life that you're carrying with you into this life. So I, you, you healing your throw in this life is ending that karmic loop, that karmic pattern. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's amazing. I love to hear that. Wow. I just had to sit with that for a second. So that's, I mean, that's what came up for me. That's like very like, you know, that's at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like I just remember you laughing a yeah. ton. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. When I go into my breath works, so one of my biggest intentions, because you always want to set an intention going into breath work. Um, and it's always like feel joy because I feel like for me, I don't allow myself to feel as much joy as I could because I'm such, I am such a nurturer and I tend to put other people's needs before mine. And so that doesn't allow me to feel as much joy um, because I'm tending to everyone else. And so in my breath work and I'm like, okay, I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel all that source energy running through me and I'm going to feel all the happiness. And so I know what that actually feels like. And so then I can take that into like everyday life. And I'm like, okay, like I felt so good laughing in my breathwork session. I need to do that more. Like mm-hmm. I feel so good right now talking about it because it's taken me back to that feeling. I love that so much. Wow. What I think, you know what? Maybe at the next retreat, <laughs> I will set that intention. I am the polar opposite. I am like, okay, let's dig as deep as we possibly can and mm-hmm. remove everything that we can, which they both totally serve their their place. Mm-hmm. Um which is a good time for that. Like if you're, I'm ready, let's go hard and deep. It's like breath work is the time to do that. Cause you're tapping straight into your subconscious. So yeah. you can reprogram, rewire, peel back layers. Like you can go as deep as you want to go when you're doing breath work. So that's definitely the time to do it. I just choose to go the opposite way. <laughs> Which you, like you said, you need. So that's yeah. totally serving its purpose. Yeah. I'm like uh, doing that reprogramming on the other end. Which mm-hmm. is honestly, in some ways, more powerful because joy is essentially experiencing love and love is the most powerful thing you can experience. And we're supposed to learn how to be in joy and love throughout our regular life. So Super cool. Truly. I think I might set that intention next time. So I don't just like a a super heavy experience Mm because I tend to, which it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Do you, is there anything else you want to share before I share my part? I I didn't. Mm -mm. No, not at all. Um, Okay. So for me, I, I had so much happen truly, like actually just thinking about it. You're so right. Like I was so in it that I feel like I don't remember all of it. Um, I did a lot of yelling and it was like a tribal roar, <laughs> like a deep, <laughs> roar, like all of the things coming out. I did a lot of move. There was a lot of, and it wasn't conscious movement. Like it was, I was just honoring that my body needed to move however, which way. And I was letting the facilitators do energy work to pull whatever they needed out of me. Like she said, she just pulled so much out of my back from my spine, from past lives and traumatic experiences and just all the things pulling that out. Um, my dad came in super heavy. I got really emotional. I was just like, I just, sometimes I get bitter truly, if I'm being honest, sometimes I get mad that like, why couldn't we have done this together? Like, why did you have to pass for this to happen? Like, couldn't we have done this 
together, like you still being alive while we did this, but I know that that wouldn't have happened. And so it truly is one of those things where like everything happens for a reason, everything is happening and unfolding just as it should be. And so he was just assuring me that essentially everything's on track, just like it should be. And that he's always here and I can feel myself getting choked up. I was just very much like, I know that you're here, but it's not the same. Like, and I, sometimes I want to be selfish and like, I'm so glad that I have him energetically, but like, I just wanted a hug and he literally hugged me and I could feel it. And it was, ugh, it was just such a, a beautiful moment. Like I didn't want to leave that moment. Like I didn't want to stop hugging him, just feeling that energetic warmth of him being there and knowing that he was there. Um, but, and then it was pretty crazy. And so I'm actually not scared to share this, which is wild, but it's just time that I like fully own it. Um, So I have been very called to angelic work. More and more sessions that I've been doing with clients and with myself, the angels have been coming in so heavy. The angels come in at night a lot. Like, thankfully, I don't. It is very rare that I have a like a negative experience at night. For the most part, there's just angels and archangels coming in, um, which is a very amazing energetic experience to feel that love and that warmth coursing through you. Um, just reconnecting back to light energy and that source energy is amazing. Um, but so in being super called to that, actually, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this on here, Britt, we might have, but like for a while now I've been experiencing the the only way I could explain it is like angel wings unfolding from my back. Mm -hmm. Like whenever I am deep into a practice or in a client session, or, um, it happens a lot when I'm with my son, which is so amazing. Like if I am just like basking in joyful playfulness with my son and just loving every second is the strongest. I feel my wings fire off. We'll call them. Um, and so I've been having that for a while. And then when I was in this session, I am a very visual person, like not in the 3D world. I don't see things physically, but my third eye is wide open. Like I see things in my mind's eye, super easy, super clear. I get a lot of visuals and there was an angel above all of us in the pavilion, like watching over all of us. And, um, I was like, oh, amazing. And I was getting the guidance. I was hearing like, no, that's you. And I'm like, what do you mean? That's me. (laughs) Like, no, that's an angel. And they're like, no, that's you. Like your soul, like you are an earth angel where the specific words that I was hearing. And they're like, that is you. And that's why you're here. Like you are an earth angel here to help heal the collective. And it was like, I was losing my, I cried so much in this. (laughs) (laughs) I cried so much, but it was crazy because And it was like, I, at this point was emotional at first, my first reaction was like, okay, I've been kind of getting this notion before, but I was ignoring it. Cause like, who am I to say that I am like an angel on earth? Like my human self is very much not angelic. Like I am a spicy hot tamale, tamale. (laughs) Like I, I felt like, who are you to say that? And I was denying that part of myself because that is my essence. And I follow everything that I'm guided to. I do my best to honor what I'm guided to. And in that moment, I saw outside of the pavilion, my dad and angels, and then just layers and layers and layers of guides, like almost like an army that just kept expanding. 
And I could feel, they were just like, I could feel their love. I could feel their energy. And they were just like, you are so support. You are all so supported. They were talking about us collectively, not me. Like you are so supported. We are always here. When you feel like you're alone, you are not alone. And the visual just kept expanding. We're like, it was like, I was zoomed out and I could see the earth and the layers, the rows of the guides were still expanding. Like if you visualize earth in space, just floating around the angels and the guides were all just collectively surrounding us. Like we are here now, like now is the time for this to happen. And it was just wild to see and experience that. And such a reminder of like, we are loved and supported and guided always, and nothing is happening that wasn't and isn't meant to happen. So just, just a hot take for y'all. <laughs> we're not alone. We're not alone. Now that uh, the government has come out and said that there's aliens. We're like, yeah, we knew that. Which like, I find it so funny. I saw like all my friends will jokingly be like, all right, get out your tinfoil hat, like and stuff like that. <laughs> But there is something I saw on social media the other day, and it was like, while everyone's so hyped up about Barbie, which has been like, it's everyone's watching it. The cutest pictures are being taken. You actually sent me the (laughs) cutest picture dressed up and like, I love it. And it was talking about while everyone is focusing on that. The government literally just said, yes, aliens are real. Yes, we have a spacecraft. Yes, we've like found entered like the beings, whatever. So it's like, okay, they're. This is really happening. Mm -hmm. It is high time that people pay attention, that there is so much more at play and so much more at work than we could ever fathom as humans, Mm -hmm. even even more than Brit and I. Mm -hmm. We will never, ever have the full picture. There will always be stuff to learn. Yeah. Yeah. So have an open mind. So going off of that, (laughs) we go into... (laughs) All chemical healing, mm-hmm. um, which is one of my favorite things that DNI offers. Um, I got to take one of your moon healing classes and you did all chemical healing for us, which was my first time. And it was, it, it's one of the most powerful things that I've ever done. There's definitely something to the colors and the healing properties and powers to the different colors. Um, I didn't partake in this one either. Um, whatever I was doing. Um, <laughs> but I, from what I've heard, the women that did it had a huge, huge things come through. Mm-hmm. And it's so amazing because when a color hits you harder, there's a reason for it. Cause every color does something different. So essentially you're just using the high frequency color rays for healing. And I walk you through it so that it's an interactive process. Like you're actually learning how to do it for yourself because the key is to be able to have these tools without Brit and I, like the key is to be able to have these things that you can do when you're in the throes of it in the thick of it, we're not there. Um, and so it's really neat when someone's like, oh, well, the rose pink quartz ray, the pink ray was more powerful for me. So that's related to your heart. Oh, well, the the freedom frequency, the rainbow ray was more powerful to me. Okay. Like you need to be free of something you are calling in freedom. Like everyone has its purpose and its meaning and its power. And so it's really cool to see what the people are attracted to and that it's going to be able to help them with whatever they need help with at this time. Actually lied. I did jump in at the last bit and I got to do the freedom frequency, which is my favorite. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. And so I just like had this like peace and calmness just like rush over me like this lightness um which I was like oh I needed that after like making lunchtime too <laughs> mm, I know freedom frequency is totally my favorite and that was one of my one of my favorite experiences for the weekend obviously everything was amazing but the one guest that we have who her energy was the heaviest mm-hmm. she had the most stuff going on when she was doing the freedom frequency, she was smiling the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it just brought so much peace and happiness to my heart to know that she was genuinely experiencing freedom for the first time and who knows how long. Mm-hmm. And that's priceless. Oh, that warms my heart just like visualizing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then sure. after that, um, we always have some sort of arts and crafts, whether like someone wants to draw or paint. We had stuff left over from our previous retreat um, where we had a facilitator come in and show us how to make dream catchers. And so we had a couple things left. And so a few of us were making dream catchers. Um, we had somewhat of a break. And then we go into whoop, whoop, quantum healing. <laughs> yes, uh, quantum healing is... I actually got really good feedback from this that I'm excited to do for the retreats moving forward. I always get nervous that I am taking too long because that one is a very long in-depth process. Essentially, in my quantum healing sessions, um, you go to a another place, a <laughs> sacred place at a time and place that you're supposed to be there for you specifically. Like everyone goes to their own place on their own time. Um, and you are going into a healing, like a crystalline healing temple with a bunch of different rooms and each room does a different type of thing and gives you a different type of experience and heals you and activates you on a different level. Um, And so because it's such a long process, I get nervous that I'm taking too long, but the guests actually let us know that they wish they could stay in the rooms longer. And I mean, we're Mm -hmm. talking like a 45, 50 minute process that I did and they still wanted more. So I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, I will give that to you next. Once you're in the quantum or like in a meditation, like time doesn't exist. Like time doesn't exist like all around, but (laughs) once you're in there, it's like, it really doesn't exist. So they like could have like bathed in all of like the feels and like their visualizations that they had of each room and like the details coming through. They loved it. Mm -hmm. You get such specific guidance for what you need and you get to meet your spirit guides. Mm -hmm. Part of it, like when we get started, I actually um, take you into regression into um, like a past life portion or something that you need to experience from a past life that's holding you back in this life. It could be a physical ailment. It could be a karmic contract. It could be, it could be anything. Um, but you go into the Akashic in Akashic record hall and you get literally shown like something from your past that it's time for you to get rid of or understand. So you can know like, Oh, this is why I carry on this way, but I didn't know why essentially. Um, so there's just like, so much that (laughs) happens during quantum healing it's next level Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the one thing that I do remember from it um afterwards like when um all of us were sharing was that um 
one of our guests, I won't, I won't say who, cause I'm like, I don't want to give like people's details, Yeah. but they knowing that a lot more about quantum than maybe some others, he's like, well, I'm in the field. So I'm going to start my manifestation work. Mm-hmm. And so he wasn't fully like listening to everything that D was, you yeah. know, in, cause that's not what he needed at that moment. He was kind of like in his own, like, you know, thing that mm-hmm. he wanted to do. So he was in some major manifestation work um, that he was doing on his own. So he wanted to bring in his life partner because that's like his next step. That's what he wants. Um, and so I thought that was like really cool to, to hear. I love it too, which is such a good point. And it actually ties into our membership call last night. Like when you do this work, continuously, you get to dive in deeper each time you get to connect a little deeper. You get to do a little more work. You get to peel away another layer. And so that person has done enough work, uh, where they were able to be like, okay, I am in the quantum field at the level that I want to be and know I need to be in. I'm tapped in enough. And so, because this is exactly what I want, I'm going to do this session my way, which Mm -hmm. is like, so amazing. That's the goal. (laughs) Like the goal is to have you do it your way truly. And we, I say that because in our membership last night, we had, um, one of the members ask like, can I come to the retreats again? Like, is that a normal thing? And we're like, yeah, absolutely. We have repeat guests and your experience dives even deeper every time you come back. And we have different offerings every time that we host our retreat. They're never the same. So really cool. As you continue to take the spiritual journey, the things that you learn and can do for yourself. Mm -hmm. 100%. Um, So then after quantum healing, we have a little bit of break, then we have dinner, and then we have like a social hour, you know, everyone can kind of talk about their day, um, connect with one another. And then you all did uh, a nighttime swim because there's like this thing called Spruce Lake where um, the lake feeds to make the snow for the mountain there. Um, so you guys did a nighttime swim, which the stories that I heard from that were just like hilarious because it's like these women are like, it's dark. There's no light. (laughs) It's back roads. It's bumpy. They got lost a couple of times because there is no lights up there. And so they're like, my God, they're going to murder us. We don't know (laughs) these people. They're taking us into the backwoods. We have to go on this random trail I'm and like, oh, was, we're lost. They're like, this yeah. is how we die. <laughs> yeah. It was just like hilarious because they were like all everyone that came were like all characters and just yeah. like shooting the shit and joking with one another. It was like, it was fun to hear. It really was cool. And it was, it's funny the whole time we were driving up there, it was just like a play by play of like, this is what happens next in the horror story. <laughs> like we had so much fun. It was such yeah. a bummer though, because when we had our last experience up at the lake, the stars were out, a comet exploded. Like it was like you were bathing in the Milky Way and it was raining this time. Yeah. So it was cloudy. So we didn't get that experience. Um, but I want to rewind to the social hour. Mm-hmm. I think this might not have been. Is this when we had the card poll? No, I think we did. Or was the that Sunday? Card poll on Sunday. It okay. Was there, it was light out. Yeah. Okay. So then we won't reverse. We will actually go forward because that was pretty much Saturday after the night swim. Everyone retired back to their space. 
Um, then we had breakfast again. And just so everyone knows, all of our retreats, they are fully inclusive. All of your lodging, all of your meals, all of the sessions, experiences, and all that, everything is all included. So again, we had breakfast. Then we went into yoga. Um, Britt, you can share about the yoga. I mm-hmm. was not able to partake, which we'll mm-hmm. talk about shortly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we had a new yoga instructor come in this time and it was a friend of Dominic's. She drove all the way from Rochester and she was just like such a sweetheart, really just like calm energy. She read the room perfectly because not many of the women had ever done yoga before, or if they have, it was like really light stretching, um, restorative yoga. And so she read the room. And it's exactly what everyone needed. Everyone needed to just like stretch Mm -hmm. out and open their bodies up and get back into their bodies and just like let some of those things like the aches and pains go because it's like when emotions, stored emotions and traumas get brought up, we can have a little physical pain come up, which I think all of us were having during that weekend. Um, And so everyone just kind of like needed that big opener and stretch. So she was actually, she was such a sweetheart. We are welcoming her back to D's um, fitness retreat this August. um, And I believe as well as in September too, for our next retreat. Mm -hmm. So one of the guests was having in a, a negative energy experience she, it has been very, it has made very clear to us by the shamans that both her and I, and actually Britt, I'll have to send you what Mackenzie sent to me yesterday because it was diving deeper into this. But essentially me and this guest were both having a bit of an initiation. It makes total sense for me. So when I first started stepping into my gifts, I was having a lot of nightmares. I was having a lot of like dark attacks in my room at night for like a year and a half, no matter how many practices that I was doing. And it was made very clear to me because this is what I'm going to be doing to help people. And I was like, well, I don't like this gift. Like this is not (laughs) what I signed on for. I wanted like angels and, and like fairies and fun, playful energy. Um, and they're like, well, that's too bad. Cause this is what you like agreed to in this life. And you can choose to not follow what you've agreed to in this life, but that doesn't end well for you. So I just go with it. But so I've stopped having those experiences, but because of the experiences that I've had, I know what to do when someone's having an experience like that. And so I came down, was getting ready for yoga and Britt was like, this guest had an experience and they were literally like shivering and like not there. And I was like, okay, let me tap in. And so I did all, I did my, it was my first time doing a full clearing in-depth like removal on someone else. Like I put every tool I have together (laughs) essentially, because I'm like, I don't know what's going to work this in my mind. I'm like, this is not my forte, but I'm like, I know I can do it. And I know I'll be guided to be able to help them. And so I did the full spiel and literally it was like, she like took a deep breath and came back online and was like, good after that. And it was the wildest experience to be a part of something like that. And also know that I have the ability to help people through such a not great experience. Um, But also she needed to go through that because she's also stepping into that same role in her world. And so you cannot help people if you do not have experience in that arena. It's just not possible. 
especially when you're dealing with energetics in the physical world, you could get away with it for a while, but energetics, like that game does not play. Like you cannot do something that you do not have the experience in. And so looking back on it, um, it's actually really cool to have been a part of that initiation with her and know that like, we're going to both move forward doing something with that experience. And I will add because of that experience, I'm actually launching a course on energetic protection and practices because of what came forward that weekend. And Britt and I have always, I mean, we are very mindful of our own doing practices every day. Um, and we're very mindful of doing stuff with our guests. And a while back, I got the intuitive hit that I needed to bring forward this. So people know how to deal with energy, because even if you don't, if you think that you're not experiencing, or you think you don't see it or feel it, our physical world is made up of the energetic realm. And so you are like, these things are affecting you, whether you know it or believe it or not. And so I want to bring that forward for people, especially as everyone in our worlds, if you are in our world, you are an empath. Like if you are called to Britain, I, then you have empathic qualities about you. So you need to be mindful of your energy and have that protection. So I'm super thankful that that retreat brought forward that brought forth that for me because now I knew it was time to step into that that aspect and bring that forward for people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just like taking all that in because I'm like I look over at Deanna doing like while I was doing yoga and I'm like oh my like you were you worked on her for a whole hour. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm like, this is insane, but so cool to watch that Deanna's like, okay, like intuitively I know what to do. (laughs) Like I tapped in and it's like, boom, boom, boom. I'm peeling all this stuff off and I'm getting a little, like, it was just really cool to watch out of the corner of my eye. And Dee actually did it on me as well, because I was not feeling well, um, energy is coming in, whatever. And so, and I'm like, Dee help me. I, nothing's working. Like all the tools that I have. And I'm like, this thing's stronger than I think. Mm. So, yeah. It's so crazy because when I think about these things, I'm terrified. Yeah. But when I was in the moment for both yeah. of them, it was mm-hmm. like a light switch. I was like, okay, yeah. I just like, it was like, going into battle. I was like, all right, I got this. Like, mm-hmm. there's no other option. Like, what do you yeah. do? You're my best friend. I'm not going to leave you hanging. Like yeah. <laughs> there are guests. I'm not going to leave. Like you just, yeah. you just know. And like, because we're so energetically attuned and tapped into source, it's like, okay, guide me. Like I will step out of the way. Just guide me. Let me be the vessel to mm-hmm. figure this yeah. out because like human me has no clue, but like mm-hmm. I have full faith that I'm always guided and protected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, after, after the entire weekend of all the work that every single person did everything that came up for them, it's like, we always end on Sunday, like really catering to our nervous systems. We know that integration back into everyday life can be really hard. And the amount of work that we do can be really taxing on our physical body also. So we try to end it just like really easy, like gentle, starting out gentle, ending it gentle. Saturdays are like our heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. And so then we go into just a beautiful, calming sound bath with our beautiful friend, Savannah. Like she is such like a heart centered person. She's such like a motherly energy. Like she truly cares about 
every single person and the collective and humanity. She's such a healer herself. Um, so we go into the sound bath, which was new for every single person except for Dom there. And so afterwards, just seeing everyone just like come back to life and they're like, that's exactly what I needed. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just like, you know, a lot, like I'm alive again. And they came back online and that's what everyone's nervous systems uh, needed. And I got to um, be a part of it. I was taking pictures, but then I got to tap in. And so I actually saw my spirit baby. Like I saw their, like an outline of their physical features, which was a first time for me. I can always feel when they're around and I can like hear, like I'll talk to them sometimes, but to actually see their face, like, like it was their face in my womb. Mm -hmm. Like if you see like an x-ray, like one of the 4d x-rays or with like the anatomy scans, like that's what it looked like. So I'm like, they're, they're near, like they're here in the field. Fact that you got to see that is like, they're here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's so exciting. Closer than ever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That my, I love that we close with the Reiki, mm -hmm. the, the sound bath into the, the group Reiki that we yeah. do. Um, and it was nice because Savannah is a Reiki master too. Mm -hmm. So she like before she started the sound bath or like, actually it was when we were starting to do Reiki, she was like clearing the energy with us, just like helping before she dropped in. Cause they're like, Hey, why don't you stay? And you can have an experience. Um, but like that back to back, having that sound bath into Reiki is just like the grounding that happens. Yeah. It's mm. just, Oh, it just feels good. Just thinking mm -hmm. about it. <laughs> I know it is. It's just like, taking a warm bubble bath. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing because she expanded her instruments this time. Yeah. So she has something for every element. And I was actually so bummed because I felt it happens every time. <laughs> the sound baths for me, for whatever reason, is when I astral travel, like my body's like, okay, we're done. We're leaving. Like I fall in so quick and I wanted to fight it so bad. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, just because I love to hear them and feel that like if yeah. you can feel the instruments. And so I like almost made an agreement with my guides. I'm like, if I can just make it to the crystal bowls, then I will, then I'm in. So I yeah. literally heard the crystal bowl start and I was out cold. Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, well, at least I got a little bit of it, yeah. but that's, that's when I just go off exploring or wherever we go. I don't even, I couldn't tell you, I don't know if you remember, but I don't remember what my experience was. Cause I astral traveled the whole time. My human consciousness wasn't there. I yeah. remember it was a very great experience. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't tell you what happened. Mm -mm. I mean, you and I, 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 I usually do astro travel, but that time and I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't want to fully drop in because the last time I did lose my eyesight because I was like, so my soul wasn't even back in my body fully. Like that's how deep I went. So I'm like, I can't do that this time because then we have to go into a group Reiki. Yeah. So I'm like, I had to be like fully present. Um, but just like hearing everyone after the sound bath going into a group Reiki and usually D and I will like, I'll work on someone and we'll go around and she'll circle back around and she'll then work on that person. Because like we said earlier, like we have our different gifts, um, and things that, you know, we tune into, but there was like, 
more people than, I don't want to say that we could handle, but like timing wise, we were at the very end, people needed to leave. And so we're like, okay, you get this half, you get this half. And so for me, my intention going into Reiki, because I usually get like intuitive hits and downloads, you know, someone might come in, like a spirit might come in, like an ancestor, someone that passed or a message that I need to tell um, the other person. But I really, knowing how much time we had, I was like, I just want to be a vessel to then be able to transmute whatever needs to come to the surface and what no longer serves that person to then leave, you know, um, at the end of the weekend. And so I worked on their chakras overall to like balance any energies that came up that were ready to be transmuted. That was kind of like my thing. I saw some colors for people and I felt a couple of things, um, which we, we try to tell them at the end. So they might feel things, but they might not have those like intuitive hits coming through. Um, and so that's, that was my intention going into the group breaky. It was actually cool because um, the messages that we did get and same thing. It was almost, it was just like a time thing. Mm-hmm. It's not that I wasn't connected. It's just like, you can't give that thorough experience when you're doing a large group session. Mm-hmm. You just can't. I mean, our guests were all from out of state essentially. So like we had to get them out on time. Yeah. Um, but the, the messages that we did get, we got what was important. So they yes. still got their messages, but it was really cool that they were able to be told like, okay, this came up for you. This Mm -hmm. chakra is what was shown to me or this experience because it was like what they needed to focus on moving forward. So it's not Mm -hmm. just like, okay, you had a great experience and we push you out the door. It's like, okay, you had a transformative weekend and your needs coming in are different than your needs going out. And this is what you can focus on as you move forward, whether it's Mm -hmm. like letting your walls down and letting the people in your life love you that do love you or um you need to stand in your truth and start asking for your needs to be met like they were given a specific guidance on their way mm-hmm. out the door which is mm-hmm. like so important so mm-hmm. they're not just like left to yeah they're like what do themselves. i do now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all exactly. this stuff came up and it's all jumbled and it's a lot yeah. to process and so just getting that like one message at the end, it's like something that they can take home. It's like, okay, that's one thing that I can, that I remember that then I can focus on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then we did that and then we did our goodbyes and, oh, we cannot forget. Oh yeah. The card almost forgot. So we were pulling cards. Uh, we have an Oracle deck and the card was, was it speak your voice? Do you have have it? it? took a picture of it. Yeah. Let me just, so I'll talk about it while you're looking for okay. it. So no one had really used the decks before. And so we were telling them how to use it and they were pulling for themselves. We were not pulling for them. And when you use a deck, you literally shuffle it a whole bunch. You break it, Brit breaks them into three. Like it just, it just doesn't happen. Like they were so shuffled five people in a row pulled the same card within 30 minutes of each other. And everyone's like, I shuffled it like crazy. And we watched them. We watched them shuffle it. Mm -hmm. And so Britt, I'll let you share about the card, but it was just so I'm still in all like that's not that's mathematically literally like impossible. Not like Mm -hmm. it's mathematically impossible. Like that Mm -hmm. wouldn't happen. 
And that was the defining moment for me and Brit. I'm not speaking on her behalf, but in my mind, like for me and Brit, this was the defining moment of we are being divinely guided and everybody who is meant to be here will be here. And I let go. I fully surrendered. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I get it now. Like I Mm -hmm. get it. Mm -hmm. So I'll let you share about the card. Mm -hmm. Okay. The card was share your voice. Come out of the cave persecution expression. And so the picture is of this girl in the cave and there's like this opening overlooking a pyramid in the background with cliffs and there the sky is a night sky with shining stars and um there's water below the cliffs and it's like this beautiful aqua marine color and this girl is just looking out into this view um and so share your voice that one really hit me because one thing that I kept saying over the weekend was like, I'm not much of a speaker. Like you guys speak so beautifully and in flow. And I feel like that's not me. But then multiple people told me, they're like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And so that was, I mean, the collective, like every woman that pulled it needed to hear that. I think just like overall for the collective, share your voice because so many people feel like they're walking on eggshells they will be persecuted if they speak their truth because there's so much in battle right now behind the scenes, but as well as like within our country and our world. So it's like, if you say something wrong, like, you know, you might get attacked. So I feel like that is, you're canceled. Is really, yeah. <laughs> like you're, that is a huge message mm-hmm. right now. And we can't hold back anymore. We have to no. like be authentic to ourselves. The deck too, or like the book explaining it was very much in essence, it was long, but it was very much saying like, it is time for you to speak your truth and claim your, your superpower, like your, the thing that's on your heart that you're meant to share it. It's time for you to share. The collective is literally waiting on you. Mm-hmm. Like, And actually super crazy because the podcast episode that I recorded in my car Uh before that set, literally that morning, Mm -hmm. I recorded in my car and that was the exact message. Mm -hmm. Like what is on your heart? It is time to share it. And it was like, and real cool. Another guest that pulled that card and that was there. She's struggled with alcoholism and decided to get clean and was ready to heal the roots of her what was causing the alcoholism, the dependency on alcohol to numb. And she was tired of it messing up her life. And so she had stopped drinking, but she got a very clear vision, which when she came in and she shared her story in my head, I got, I saw a video clip of her hosting a retreat, but then my human Mm -hmm. self was like, okay, well, what is she doing? Like, I was so curious. Like I was trying to figure out what she would be hosting a retreat of, and I wasn't getting it because I was submitting myself into it essentially. Mm And by the end of it, she shared that she had a vision that she was going to be buying land. And I want to say Montana is Montana. Yeah. Buying land in Montana. She was like, I see the mountains. I see the stream. I see the facility. And she would be hosting retreats to help people heal from Mm -hmm. trauma. Mm -hmm. And it's just like so amazing because here she is coming in thinking like, you know, 
I have no clarity on my life or whatever and not knowing my purpose. And then she's leaving knowing that she's going to do this. And she's like, I had to go through this experience so I could help other people go through it. Mm -hmm. And that's literally how this works. That's Mm -hmm. how all of this works. You go through it and you help others and then you help others figure out how to get through their stuff so they can help others. Like it's just Mm -hmm. a never ending cycle and we are all playing our role in healing the collective. And Mm -hmm. so with that, I feel very called to just say to you all, sit with that for a second and ask yourself, what is my piece in that? Like, what is my superpower? If you have no idea what that is, then ask yourself, what what hard things have I been through that I got through that I never thought I would get through? Because that hard thing that you made it through, that's what you're you're meant to help people get through that. So all of us are being called to play that role in humanity right now. Mm-hmm. Boom. Look at us Mic with drop. the firecrackers. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll end it there. Yeah, that was that was it. That was the weekend. It was amazing. Truly, if you have not been to our retreats, there is nothing like them. If you, our next retreat is going to be September 29th to October 1st. That's our next spiritual retreat. And we're so excited. We will have the schedule out for that super soon. Um, Know that it will be similar to what we've shared and shared in the past. So if you're ready to just jump in, know that we do have it on early bird sale right now. So you would get $200 off your price and you can pay a 250 deposit just to lock yourself into that. Um, early bird price. So you can totally split up the payment. There's plenty of time. Again, all of your meals, all of your lodging, all of these incredible, powerful, impactful experiences. Like if you are truly ready to change your life, if you are truly ready to get clarity and, and learn your calling and let go of the things that are holding you back so you can quantum leap into that dream life that you've been desiring for yourself, this is the way to do that. And in the meantime, Plug yourself into Brit and I's membership, the Empowered Collective membership. It's like a mini virtual retreat every week. We Mm -hmm. have weekly sessions. We do something different every week. There's guided meditations. There's journal prompts. We bring in a professional facilitator every month to talk about something different. So it's always changing. We have sound baths. So like all the things, Mm -hmm. all the things. Um, Yeah. Any way that you are ready to allow Britt and I to help you, we are ready to hold that space for you. Mm -hmm. That felt so good to talk about because it takes some time for D and I to process like everything Mm -hmm. that went down and break it down and what came through for us. And so to like have these conversations with each other to do the breakdown, it's like very healing for me. And I'm like, okay, I sat with it and I process it and I'm like, okay, now I have my takeaways too. To where I'm like, now I can post about it. It's yeah. just like, you know, it's just, it's a lot. It can be a it lot. It takes time to process and integrate mm-hmm. just like it does for the guests. It takes yes. time for us too. And I mean, it's been, it has literally been two weeks. It's been two <laughs> weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we sat with that for a while and you're so right. Like it felt so good to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Now we can shift into preparing for our next one, organizing that, putting our energy back into who else needs us. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, these are our favorite things to do. So with that, Britt, thank you so much for coming back on. Of course, we'll have you back again. Thank you to everyone for listening. If you have questions for us, if you just need support, we are all, our inboxes are always open for you. If you're going through something that either of us had spoken about and you're just struggling, reach out. There are so many ways that 
And that's for free. Like if you just need support and to chat, we're here. And if you're ready to for expansion and um, just up leveling, we have we have all the all the different ways to do that with you. So we are here. We love you. Thank you so much for joining us again. I hope you have the best day and the best mm-hmm. week. And we will see you next time. Mm-hmm. Love you. Bye, everyone. Love you, Brett. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more, you can follow me on Instagram at Empowered with Deanna and my personal page, Fit Deanna Lolita. You can also visit me on my website, which is DeannaMerlinoFit.com. Make sure that whatever platform you guys are listening on, please rate and subscribe. And this means so much to me. It's going to help get me out there to help so many other people. I'm so grateful that you're here with me on this journey of wellness and self-empowerment. I cannot promise that it will always be easy, but I do know that it will always be worth it. Stick with me and together, let's start living as the version of us that we were meant to be because the world is waiting for your gifts and you deserve to live the life of your wildest dreams and beyond. So friends, let's get empowered.